Christopher, I'm, I'm going to come to you first. Um, your organisation does a lot of work with many different cities. Why does the role of cities in reaching net zero matter? Thank you, Tom. So it matters because the role of local authorities is absolutely essential if we want to deliver net zero. With around half of the emissions cuts that are going to be required, they need to be taken, decisions need to be taken at a very local level. And absolutely agree uh, with what we've just heard. And entering into COP26, we're going to have a lot more of the policy frameworks hopefully in place. The government has said that they'll be announcing those in the run up to COP. And we're going to be moving away from the sound bites into that delivery. And the good news is, is that cities um, have demonstrated time and time again, and local authorities up and down the country, that they can deliver and that they can deliver with a lot of uncertainty, operating uh, with not all of the facts available, not all of the technologies there. And if you think about what happened during the pandemic, local authorities showed that they could mobilize, work across boundaries of the public sector and the private sector, continue to deliver services and get funding out of the door. And in many cases, they had to create new services in a matter of days as opposed to months um, or, or years, which has been the, the, the record in the past. But to deliver that huge system change that's going to be needed, local authorities and cities are going to need more powers and they're going to need that greater certainty from government. And they're going to need government to help them enable the work that they're already doing, whether that's decarbonizing their own operations, usually decades ahead of the government target, but empowering them to use that place-based leadership so that they can go out to the businesses, the charities, the organizations and convince the public about the behavior changes that are going to be needed. There are so many opportunities for cities in this sphere. It's going to be a huge boost to uh, economic strategies as we move from niche ideas into mainstreaming a lot of delivery. But there is going to be a huge amount of challenges. Some we've identified in our PowerShift report, which is available on our website, which lists some of the barriers and but also some of the opportunities. Um, but we need to think about the skills and the retraining and using this as central to cities economic recovery, leveling up. I know we're going to be talking about that later um, in the coming months and years ahead. It has to be led by cities. It has to be absolutely entwined in the day to day of everything that they're doing and it's delivering greener, fairer and safer communities up and down this country. So we hear this point quite a lot about cities needing more powers or, or local areas needing more powers. Which specific powers do, do they need? Because we, we've got this quite sort of messy devolution framework in the UK, different deals with different regions. What are the, the main ones that you think sort of need to be handed down? I think we need to look at what the funding mechanisms are. Uh, so we've got this, this bizarre situation where there is a pot of money which is usually available and we're having to compete against different authorities, different cities are competing for the same pot. We need to have a better mechanism that's not just uh, competing for pilot projects, but actually that we're talking about moving from that niche into absolutely mainstreaming some of these uh, projects. So for example, just on buses, we need to move to a place where we are operating zero carbon bus fleets across the country. We don't want pilots in a, a city over here, you know, something that's happening in Coventry. So 
a better funding mechanism would be a good start to really galvanize and get this momentum behind some of these projects that we know just need to happen. So are you thinking a, sort of a more of a grant type approach from central government or potentially revenue raising powers sort of at the local level? Well, the revenue uh, revenue raising powers would be a really important step. So there's been a huge amount of hollowing out of the capacity in local authorities over the last decade, which um, is I think political consensus probably went too far. You've got the challenges around social care and, uh, you know, which and adult social care has been a big discussion point recently. So giving councils the autonomy and the ability to raise their own revenue through a variety of different tools, but also to have that revenue support. Uh, if we're looking at complete systems change, we need that certainty for local authorities to be able to plan big projects that are going to take decades in some case to get off the ground and moving and delivering.